If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Blog Talk Radio. And now, here's your host, William Powell, the king of DC media. Good evening, ladies and gents. Welcome to this magnificent episode of the Inside Acting Radio Show, in which I welcome writer, actor, director Jay Sykes, aka Jeremy Butler. He's going to come in here tonight and talk about uh, his new film, A Day in the Life. And that's going to be screened actually Sunday, June 10th at 4 p.m. and 6 p.m. at Hoist, I'm sorry, Hoyt's West Nursery Theater. That's going to be uh, 1591 West Nursery Road, Lithicum, Maryland. Now, for tickets, go to www.eventbrite.com and search for. A Day in the Life. And this film is actually co-directed by Edwin Playmaker, a.k.a. Edwin Maker Jr. And it's a fantastic film. Uh, It actually stars Michael Dandridge and Casey Baum. And it is about a police officer who wants to bring peace to the community and is fair to all individuals, no matter what race they are. And it's also about his son, who actually struggles with bullying. The film also uh, centers around a star football player who is very cocky and conceited and loves all the attention he gets. Now, the officer's name is uh, John Wagner, and he struggles to find solutions to bring peace between citizens and the police. And the football player, Sean, struggles in an environment in which he's got very little resources to thrive what will the outcome be to find out we go to a day in their lives now when you go to see this film uh, actually after the film they're going to actually have a Q&A with uh, Baltimore officials and citizens oh also I should mention that the film also stars Tammy Rogers Butler SM Matthew Ratz Darren Neal, and Sherry McCain, Sheree McCain, among others. So you can actually find out more about the film if you go to Instagram at A-D-I-T-L on the bar, the movie. Again, that's A-D-I-T-L on the bar, the movie. So I see that uh, Jay is on the line. Let me go ahead and bring him on the air. Good evening, sir. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So I'm going to plunge right in and ask you about the impact that you hope this film will have on those who see it. Um, initially, when uh, Edwin Maker, that's the director, he pulled me on board. Um, I was only supposed to play the villain, and then somehow things changed, and I ended up being the co-director and cinematographer, editor, all those things. 
And pretty much his his main vision, uh, which I shared with him, was to end all these different uh, issues that we talk about and that, that come up in the movie, uh, police brutality, yeah. gang violence, and school shootings. And when we filmed this, um, the school shooting part, it was happening, but it wasn't happening as well. It wasn't in the forefront of the news mm. like it is now. So when we released it, yeah. it was perfect timing for that. So um, that's pretty much what the Q&A at the end is for, you know, to pretty much come up with solutions and, and ways to end these things. And, and, and by showing uh, a lot of the times when we see these things happen on the news, we only catch the end of it. Um, mm. But this movie, we hope that this movie shows you from beginning to end, you know, what happens and how we can prevent these things from, from escalating and getting to uh, the bad point that we see on the news. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, Jay and uh, I'm sorry, Edwin is not here tonight, but uh, I was going to ask him about how he put together that fantastic cast. So I know you have a lot of great actors, so talk a little bit about that. Um, a lot of them um, were in, he, he has a, a previous stage play that he did, um, and a lot of them come from the stage play. Some others are some, some friends of his that he knows that, that are also into theater and the arts. And I honestly, once we started filming that first scene with uh, Tammy and um, Michael, it was it was like it set the tone for the rest of the movie. Everybody was was yeah. really in character. They showed up to the set. Everybody was very believable. Oh wow! Yeah, it, I, I've seen the trailer. It's this the cinematography alone was this very impressive. Everything is this this top notch. I really. Was blown blown away by what I saw there. So, and I know that you I wrote the script. It. So, talk, yeah, man. So, talk about the writing process for the film. No, no, no. Uh, Edwin actually, Edwin is the writer of the film. Edwin's the writer and director, and oh. I came on board. Yeah, I came on board. I actually only wrote like a small scene for this film. Oh, so okay. I'm the co-director, uh, the cinematographer, editor, and composer. Uh, and I also play Trey, and then Edwin also plays a character in the movie as well. Um, exactly. But no, I didn't write. I didn't write this one. I know uh, you. You. We. We met at uh, the premiere for Let Go. I wrote that one. Right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I see uh, Rachel Ophori uh, is on there. Hey, Rachel. Yeah. Absolutely. She's uh, a good producer in her own right. So talk about, uh, you said the character uh, Trey. Um, yes. That, that's a bad dude. <laughs> Tell me about <laughs> Trey. What, what should we know about Trey? <laughs> um, Pretty much Trey, as you can see in the trailer, he's from the streets. Um, and I wouldn't say he's a villain, but um, he's pretty much fed up with things that are going on. Um, as far as police brutality, um, yeah, I can't say he's fed up with gang violence because he's the gang leader, but um, he's okay. also fed up with just things that are happening in the community. So he has a more radical way of uh, finding a solution for those things. He, he's pretty right. much out to seek revenge on police and, and, and what they've been doing and, and, and pretty much um, – I guess try to, to start a brotherhood. His whole thing is about family and, 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 and making sure his people are taken care of. So when he sees these things happen in the news, 
he goes off yeah. and he goes on a rampage. So um, that was his initial thing to, to get back um, at the police and at anybody that, that pretty much comes against him or does something that he disagrees with. I got you. I got you. So, um, oh, and then you got to talk about uh, Edward's part in the film. Edwin's part in the film. So Edwin is he also plays he plays the best friend to the the uh, star football player. Um, okay. And you know they they grow up together. They go through their different things. They actually have a really really cool scene um, with their football coach. Um, yeah. And that's played by by Monday. He's he's a great actor. When he showed up to the set. He actually looked like I believed he was a coach. He had the whistle. He had the sweatsuit. <laughs> but that scene <laughs> really, really stood out um, with yeah. him. He was pretty much shedding light on what was happening in the community. And the way exactly. Edwin was, was, was in character. And even though he's the director and writer, like, he was really, really in that scene. And um, a lot of people, they, they from the feedback that I've got, they – really felt that scene and they, they really pulled something from that emotional scene. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And Edwin's also so, good at, at, at making you laugh as well. Like he can make you cry, make you laugh. So he's he's very diverse when it comes to um you know what he what he's able to do on screen and how he engages with the audience. Oh absolutely, absolutely. So uh, we, I, I want to take a, a turn uh, and kind of step back to some of the conditions in the country that helped bring about this this film. I mean, some of the societal ills that we have. So, I mean, in yeah. your opinion, what what are some ways we can we can bridge the, some of the divides that we see in the country right now? Um, a lot of people let a lot of things get out of hand with social media and I feel mm. like that's a big part of, you know, the destruction of, you know, things that we see. A lot of these school shootings, um, these kids are bullied and you see in the in the actual film the kids are bullied. Um, they might be at home with a nice a nice, you know, family, nice mother and father, but they're not really engaged enough to see that something's actually wrong with their child. And right. um, they send them off to school. They might be quiet about it. They might not even want to tell anybody that yeah. they're getting bullied. And these things are happening every day, and then they get fed up, and then, you know, they explode. So with mm. that part, um, I think a lot more can be done. Um, I know a lot. some teachers turn a blind eye to it. They just want to do their job mm. and get out of there. But other teachers, I actually have a family full of teachers, and they're really, really – you know, involved with making sure that no one's getting teased, no one's getting bullied. So if everybody would just, you know, if everybody would step up and do their part, I feel like that would solve a lot of these issues. Um, for the gang violence part, um, <laughs> Tammy actually plays the mother of the guy that uh, initially is getting kicked out of his house. He's falling on hard times. He doesn't know what else to do. So then he joins a gang to try to get that support. Um and you hear about that happening a lot in, you know, the urban community. So just showing these sides of the, 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 the characters and showing these sides of what actually happens in real life, hopefully people can, you know, see and step in and say, okay, well, let's do this differently. We can actually see how it's playing out in the movie. Let's do this differently and, and actually make that change in real life. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And I just want to say to my fans, I know a lot of people are listening tonight. Uh, if you go to the Inside Acting Radio Show listeners group, uh, there's actually a link to the, the chat room. So uh, I know the chat room is open. And if you want to listen live, of course, uh, dial up 347-884-8997 to listen live. So let me go to my next question here. So, um, Jay, talk about some uh, some storytellers who have inspired you. Um, of course, uh, my main inspiration from childhood is Will Smith. And okay. he has his own production company that literally like that, that that inspired me to have my own production company. Whenever he wants to film something, he goes out and films it himself. <laughs> um, another great one that has popped up recently is Ryan Coogler. He's the director of Black Panther, Creed. Like his way of storytelling is just epic on so many levels. His imagery, it's just it, you can watch his movies on mute and still be pulled in emotionally by, by the scenery and, and the graphics and everything that he does. So, um, right. Also, John Wu. John Wu is a, is a classic director. He uh, directed Mission Impossible 2, uh, Paycheck, and you'll always notice his movies when you see that random dove that's like his signature. He always has a dove flying on screen. I like the way oh, that he's yeah, able to tell yeah, stories as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah, Face Off, I think, was three. one. Exactly, exactly, yep. Yeah. That's right. Those, that's those right. would probably be my, my favorite, uh, my, my top three uh, directors slash storytellers. Right. And I know uh, you guys are having a Q&A after the show. Uh, what are some of the people that you've uh, invited? Um, he had some officials, some, some uh, political officials there, Um some active people, some activists in the community. Uh, one of my friends that's also, I know he's been in a lot of my sketches and, and a lot of my projects. We actually went to high school together, uh, Farone. Um, he's a musician and he's also an actor. And he's really, really into these these topics when they come up in the news. So we knew he had to be a part of this as well. Um, yeah. So he's a part of the panel. Um, a lot of other great people, um, and including the cast. So a lot of the cast members as well, they were very um, interested in playing their roles because they're also interested in finding a solution to these topics as well. So um, pretty much everybody involved with the project and then these extra um, officials and government officials, political figures, and things like that. Nice, nice. Okay, I'm going to take a quick station break here and just uh, say to uh, the fans out at uh, Inside Acting Radio Show, uh, this is the first time I'm actually doing this. I'm actually uh, streaming live on Facebook, so you're going to see me doing a lot of nodding. Uh, you probably I haven't rigged it yet where you can hear actually uh, what Jay is saying, but uh, if you dial 347-884-8997, you can listen live, or if you click on the link there. Uh, in the meantime, you can uh, if you have any questions, you can type questions there, or you can actually dial that number. And, and ask uh, Jay a question. And actually, I see somebody has, has dialed in, uh, number 803. Let me see if I can, uh, I don't know if they want to ask a question or not, but we'll just quickly bring them on. If not, we'll just quickly uh, bring them right back off. So uh, 803, what's your question? You're on the air. Hello? Are you just listening? 
Oh, yeah, I'm listening. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. All right, they're just listening. Fantastic, fantastic. Okay, so I believe that was Mr. Jim Burns, sounds like. Thank you for dialing in, Jim. Uh, okay, let's go on to the next question. Um so uh, as far as the schedule for the film, I mean, what are some of your other uh, other screenings you've got coming up? Um, so the the this Sunday, uh, four o'clock and six o'clock, and then we're also um, after that we're going to enter it into a couple major film festivals. So Sundance, Tribeca. Um, one in Atlanta, one in Miami, and then we're doing a whole bunch of local film festivals as well. And then after those processes are done, probably by the middle of next year, or hopefully by the end of this year, but maybe the middle of next year, then everything's going to go on Amazon Prime. And okay. um, that's literally like the comp- the top competitor for Netflix. So we thought that would be a great opportunity to you know get our film seen by the masses. Oh, excellent! That's good to have a good game plan. That's that's fantastic because I know Amazon Prime is uh, that's the way to go right now. I mean, just about everything yeah. is on there now. Everything from oldies but goodies to new films to independent films. Exactly. It's exactly. it's a really good platform. All right, all and right. They're, so they're we definitely to, known to, to make it easy for they they make it way easier than Netflix for um, yeah. independent. Uh, directors and, and cinematographers, yeah. their their process is, is so much easier. What I've heard is pretty much it's you just go on there and you upload it. Basically, it's just like if you wrote exactly. a book. Exactly. Yeah. You just have an account and you upload it. It's not like Netflix. I think Netflix has a lot more hoops. Yeah, you have to go through aggregators for Netflix. You have to find a middleman to, to get you on there. Oh, no. You have to have everything closed captioned. It's a whole bunch of stuff. So eventually we will get to Netflix, but Amazon Prime is, is our main platform that we'll be um, promoting our, our movies and, and things on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. There you go. There you go. So I got to ask you about uh, the other project you were heavily involved in, uh, Let Go, uh, the web series. Yes. Talk about that. Yes. Um, that was really, really um, exciting, and that, that kind of shot me out into the industry. Um, so I was the writer and villain for that, that series. Uh, it was a seven-episode web series. Um, we're currently still releasing. I know the the director Felix is currently still releasing uh, the episodes as we speak. So right now, episode one through three, they're online on YouTube. You just uh, type in uh, "Let Go" the series, and you should see our, our poster pop up. But um, uh, William Powell, he was at the premiere, and I was looking at his face while you know after, and he was asking a whole bunch of questions. He seemed really excited about. Um, what he saw, um, and I thank you again for for even having me on the show tonight. I really do appreciate it. Um, it was it was a, definitely a fun uh, experiment and, and a way to to get into this whole villain acting thing. I'd always been yeah. interested with like villains and, and and the special films. My dad and I would look at yeah. the villains and say, "Oh, I didn't like how they did this, or I like how they did that." It was it was a really really fun experience, and I got a lot of um, you know contacts, and 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 I learned a lot from that that project as well. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Well, well. Thanks for your kind words. Yeah, I, I really uh, enjoyed it. I mean, it was. Uh, I mean, Tennyson was fantastic too. I mean, I, I really, really how it came together. Yeah. Yeah. I love um, working with him. It was really, really cool. He's a really nice guy. So <laughs> playing in these scenes where we're supposed to hate each other and I'm supposed to be, like, taking his girlfriend and, and threatening him, threatening his life, his family's life, it was it was uncomfortable at first, but we kind of got into character and um, just us hanging out, especially uh, Bronlin. She played uh, my girlfriend. Um, in that film, and it was it was literally like chemistry with her, chemistry with uh, King William King, um, everybody. Honestly, everybody's chemistry was great, but they made it a lot easier to play this this character. Because I had to be pretty yeah. mean to these people. <laughs> I had to be pretty mean right. to them on screen, and they <laughs> they made it. They definitely made it um, doable. By, by hanging out yeah. with them off screen and partying with them, going to the bar, just getting to know each other a little bit more. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, you got to build that build that rapport. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, and so as the rest of the year is uh, unfurls, so talk about some of the other projects you got coming up. Um. So currently, <laughs> I have um. A project, uh, we're still in pre-production, but um, it's a Bonnie and Clyde type film. Um, of course, I'll be playing the lead male and the young lady that I just talked about, Bronlin, uh, that played my girlfriend and let go. She'll be playing the female lead. And um, we hope to, it's a Bonnie and Clyde story, but we're throwing in a lot of twists and turns. Yeah. So, um that's that's a project that I'm really excited to get started. We're just trying to get the script finished with that one. I know uh-huh. uh, Edwin and I have another film that we're also working on. We're still trying to um, get a single down to to one official idea, but this, this next film that we're talking about is going to be pretty epic. And um, we pretty much decided to have two premieres a year, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, so oh, next good. year... Yeah, so next year around this time, um, his film is going to drop, and then my film is going to nice. drop, and we're both going to be a part of each other's films. So, um, nice. Two film, two films a year, pretty much. <laughs> that's that's our main goal. Um, one will probably be a short film, and the other will be a feature length film. Um, but that's the main goal. We have a lot of other scripts that we're looking through. My my friend Egon, right. his life story, he actually wrote a book. And um, he asked me to turn it into a script and then turn it into a movie. And his life wow. story was, was amazing. He came up in the streets. He had no one. Um, yeah. And he went through a lot of stuff, like a lot of traumatizing things. Yeah. And talking to him today, he's a minister. He has a wonderful wow. family, and he is. Just, it talks about how he changed his life around. So, I definitely am excited about turning that into a movie as well. There's a whole bunch That's of fantastic. different projects. Fantastic, man! I got to yeah, talk yeah. about your writing process. But before we get to that, uh, uh, loyal listener Jim Jim Burns has a question, and he wants you to talk a little bit more about the plot of Let Go. Okay. Um, so let go. I play the big bad guy, the villain, and my main thing with that character, as my my character's name is Des, um, 
I don't have I, I grew up not having a family, not having anyone, you know, around me, so it's a different character than the one I played in the Day in the Life. Um Dez is street savvy, he grew up in the streets, but he kinda turned corporate and he has a corporate front, so he has um an underground business, drug smuggling, you know, uh money laundering, things like that, but he also has a corporate front to uh, keep him out of jail, pretty much. And Lucius, the main <laughs> character, used to work for Daz and started to see the things that he was doing, a lot of illegal activity, and that kind of started pushing Lucas to, you know, question why he was even working there. And then eventually, Daz ended up uh, <laughs> stealing his girlfriend, in a way. <laughs> and yeah. after that happened, Lucas had had enough. So Lucas tries to leave the organization, and Dez is not having any of it. So Dez is sending people after him, threatening his family, doing whatever it takes to pretty much get him back in his organization, and that pretty much goes on throughout the entire series. Um, yeah. I don't want to give too much away, but a lot of intense scenes happen with Lucas and Dez, and Dez trying to, again, uh, persuade him uh, to, to come back. Police get involved. Um, it, it gets it gets crazy. It gets it gets crazy. Yeah, yeah, you got that right. And, and your character is uh, like he's in control of everything. <laughs> he, he, nothing gets past this <laughs> <Yeah>. guy. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, pretty yeah. much. Um, he's a, he's a very ruthless guy. He does whatever he he needs to do to to prove a point and to get that respect. A lot of the, a lot of the dialogue in in the uh, film, you'll hear Des say respect and family a lot. So he's always okay. pushing those things, but in a twisted, demented kind of way. Yeah. So, so Jay, we got to talk about your your writing process. You seem to write a lot. So, I mean, what's your approach to to? Because anybody can come up with an idea or concept, but yeah. how do you develop it? I mean, do you you're you're an outline guy, or you're a guy that just opens your software and starts typing? You do longhand. I mean, how do you how do you get from your your imagination to the page? Um, so I'm a very very like visual thinker. Even if I'm trying to design music, I I picture like a music video for it first. So when it comes to film, um, I like to sit back before I even start writing. I like to sit back, turn on some music that matches the mood of the film or scene that I'm working on, and then yeah. play it out of my head. And I've been doing this since I was, like, in high school when I first wrote my first script. Turn music on, play the scene out of my head, and do it a couple times and play it out the exact same way. And then I just I, – I, I don't really write. I actually type. Because I know writing – that process of actually writing on paper, then I know I'm going to have to go back over everything and put it into the computer. So I just type. I just start with the computer and um, go into my script writing software and try to get everything out of my head. It's not really a rushed process, but when certain scenes start flowing, I can't stop. Like, I can't lift my, my fingers off the keyboard. And wow. that's, I, mean, I remember you asking me a question like that um, at the actual premiere for Let Go. Um, I was telling you about, like, certain deadlines we had for the script. Oh, and yeah, certain yeah, scenes yeah, were yeah. Easier, yeah, certain scenes were easier to write than others. Um a lot of the scenes with like action and shooting and stuff like that, 
Those were seen yeah. took a little more time because you had to write in where people were standing, who gets shot, what angle, things like that. But yeah. um, the scenes like that 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 really pulled the audience in. The intense, com- the intense conversations and maybe Dez's little monologues that he gave. Those like they were just flowing. It was so easy to write. Wow, so music is a, a big inspiration um, and motivator for me when I when I'm writing. Okay, and then uh, Mr. Jim Burns had another question. He he said, uh, "How do you make time to write?" Um, that's actually a good question. Um, <laughs> it's um usually if there are set projects and set deadlines, I'll try to pick a time in the morning and then pick a time at night. To write, and if you know throughout that week I can't go to sleep or anything, I'll just pick up the computer and I actually have the app on my phone as well. Uh, I'll do that. Um, I oh. notice it's easier when I'm traveling. I actually wrote a couple of those episodes when I was on the road, going back and forth to Ohio oh. and uh, North Carolina. Yeah, um, and it's, it's it's easier for me when I'm on the road. I don't know why that is, but. Uh, those are times where the scenes were actually flowing a lot better, and, and I got a lot of, of, of scenes done. Maybe like a full episode done in about, I want to say like two days when I was on the road. Huh. Wow, that's, that's I guess you get on the road and it kind of clears your head, I guess. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, I feel super creative when I'm on the road, but um, on the road or not, you have to pick times and force yourself to sit down. And once you actually uh, begin writing and once you start getting those ideas out, it just starts flowing. And you'll look up at the clock and maybe two or three hours have passed, four hours have passed. So as long as you're making progress, uh, you don't really have to to force yourself to write, but just forcing yourself to start writing is is the main thing. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, I hear, see Mr. Jim Burns had a comment says, uh, I take it Jay is not driving on the road. <laughs> no, <laughs> it would usually be uh, like family trips, so I'd be in a passenger seat, or even yeah. if I was doing some driving, once I got to the hotel, just being in a different environment, um, it yeah. opens up your, your creativity for some reason. Oh, yeah, fantastic, fantastic. Okay, Jay, before I let you go, oh, Talk about uh, you know I'm a, I'm an actor out there I'm a cinematographer I want I want to join the team you know with you and Edwin I want to work with you guys okay. how do I reach out? Um, I have uh, a social media following so on on Instagram I do a lot of comedy sketches we always talk about me playing villains and these super serious <laughs> evil roles so I get a chance to be funny and and show my other side on these, these forms of social media. So um, yeah. on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, it's Jay Sykes, literally at Jay Sykes, J-A-Y-P-S-Y-C-H-S. Um, my email is jsykes at gmail.com. Um, Edwin, I know Edwin has a whole, I think he's EKMaker3 on uh-huh. uh, Instagram. And then on Facebook, just Edwin Maker Jr. 
Um, contact us. We're definitely looking for. We're always looking for 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 local talent. That was another one of our, our our main things. A lot of people come to the DMV area to film and then go back to wherever they're from. We want to spotlight the pe- people that are actually here, and and showcase uh-huh. our own people. So we're always looking. So contact us, reach out to us. We're definitely uh, interested. All right, fantastic, fantastic. Okay, uh, Jay. Well, you know, I I really thank you again for your time. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much for having me. This is a blessing. Just just talking to you here. This is an amazing thing you're doing. Oh, likewise, likewise. Okay, man. You have a blessed night. All right. You too. Thank you guys. For okay, listening. now. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, folks. Remember to do something for your career every single day and break a leg. Night. Under the dark, you pacify me. Hold my breath. Take me down, I won't fight. Beat on my heart, you drum inside me. Somewhere my death makes the sound no one can find. I never met anyone like you. I wasn't living before you came. Now I'm seeing myself in you. Danger 